no matter what, negative. But I'm supposed to go root for another team because I refuse to be negative about a player because he makes one bad throw. Nine times out of ten, he makes that throw to second base and gets the guy out. I should go suck it up and root for another team. Plus, he's played well this year. He's probably been our MVP this year. In three games, it's already over. You You know what I had? I had someone tell me that I'm too negative, so they unfollowed me, and then they got banned from Twitter for saying some racist shit like two weeks later. So glad I'm negative. You're a racist. Go fuck yourself. There you go. I'm supposed to suck it up and root for another team. You know what? Since you want to be negative all the fucking time, since you hate every single move the Yankees make, every single thing they do in the field, go root for the fucking Pirates since you want to be miserable all your life. Thank you. I'll support Gary Sanchez as long as I can. As long as he's on this fucking team, because I want every player in that uniform to be good, because that means the Yankees are doing good. Am I crazy to say that? No. Thank you. I mean, why no, would it, not, we why all would feel that. Not root for him. He's our starting catcher. He's going to be our starting catcher. He's Thank top you. ten in the league in a position that's really, really weak. So I don't understand how they think. He's also Oakland the only guy, guy that's actually hit a home run. All of our <laughs> he's the only guy that's hit a home run in the entire team. And the fact he's the only one that's turned up, apart from Clint Frazier. A simple, simple stat search will show you that he's had more good years than bad ones. People bring up 2020 as a case against Gary Sanchez, which is ridiculous. Was he good? No. Have I spoken out about it? Yes. Has Have we all spoken out about it? Yes. But 2018 was a bad year, but he was dealing with a groin injury. You try to have an injured groin and go play catcher. It's not I mean, look at easy. what happened to Clint Frazier. He had a concussion issue, and he's out there – trying to deal with maturity issues, being a good teammate, doing all these other things, learning how to play defense. It's hard to do, and we as fans right. don't put that into consideration when analyzing why a player might not be doing well. Sanchez has had three when the seasons that actually count like full years, 2016, which counted because he played like half the season. He was great. 2017, he was great. 2019, he was an all-star. He had one really bad month in July, and that's it. His average was down in September, but his on-base was like nearly 400. So he was doing something right that month as well. He had an overall good year. You're going to take a 230 overall average from Sanchez if it means he's playing the whole year and he's hitting home runs and he's out there, right? Instead of 147, which he hit last year. From a catching position, like Evan said, is a very weak position. I will take that every year. You take no, twenty nine. We do it with every player too, though, because look at how much they loved Andujar when he almost won Rookie of the Year, and then how fast they turned on him. Yeah. In the same offseason. That's why I'm honestly I'm sick of the fan base with the overreaction and how the season's over after three games. We can't turn around. It's over, guys. Stanton needs to be traded because he had a scheduled day off. I'm sure he asked for it because he's soft too. You know, <laughs> Sanchez is fat and lazy. Stanton's soft. Judge sucks. He's never going to be Jeter. He's not trying to be breaking fucking news. Oh, so we need to of- trade Voigt because he's going to be out for a month now, even though what he did last year. But that doesn't count because it was only over 60 games. But it counts right. when Gary fucks up over those 60 games. You know, it's like it's, it's a double standard for fucking everything. And we're never going to make a majority of these fans happy. Well, that's why I used that as an ex- I mean, it was an exaggerated, you know, um, comparison yesterday. Right, but it's like I'm I, what I was saying about the batting around a lot, and I'm called negative, and then you have people who are dead fucking serious about their negative opinions, and yet they're popular. It makes no, no fucking sense. Popular Yankees Twitter is the most toxic fucking thing ever. 
they they put out these dumb fucking things and everyone goes, oh my god, it's so much fun here. Yay! And they think that it's fucking, they're actually doing something. You're not doing anything. And we're the ones that nobody's listening to. You know, this is the greatest podcast that nobody watches. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, dude. Some of the shit that people fucking like on Twitter because of people who can Photoshop funny gifts and crap. Like, okay, good. That's one fucking skill. We're actually, right. actually knowledgeable and funny, which is something some of the popular fuck fucks aren't because they take everything so goddamn seriously. Here's like my Twitter softball. That shit was a fucking joke, you fucking losers. They were all pissed off because I have a life and I couldn't go on a fucking Sunday to play with a bunch of 20-year-old bumblefucks softball all fucking day. Who plays softball for seven hours? Who the fuck does that? Seven hours? Shit. That's a fucking I, mean, I replied to, oh, I'm happy Giancarlo Stanton is well rested for tomorrow's game. Playing 50 games. And only playing in a couple of them is must take a toll on the body. And I was like, that's not G's fault. You didn't ask Boone to sit him. Uh, the we were literally so told that he would sit after five games anyway. The they did it one game so early. Fair on the guy, man. I mean, he had the best playoffs ever last year. One of the best playoffs ever last year. And a couple of at-bats in game one, and he's getting booed. A couple of at-bats in game two, he's getting booed again. He gets They're not even doing hits. by the manager. The manager sits on. Yeah, right. exactly, Evan. Thank you, Evan. They're not saying a word about Hicks, and he has been so bad. Yeah. Yet, it, but what's the excuse with Hicks? It's only it's only three games, right? He'll turn it around. Well, so to be honest, we all love Aaron Judge. We all love Aaron Pop, Judge. The popular Obviously, players will always get. He's been awful this year, and he was awful in the playoffs last year. But nobody says anything about him. Because he is, the, you know, he's the son. He's the product. He's the chosen son of the Yankee family. Here's the thing with the with me as a fan. It's okay to be critical. That's what we're supposed to do. But I'm now I'm going to get criticized for being positive because I want to see this guy who I've watched fucking since we signed him when he was like 15 and being, you know, annoyed as like the future of the franchise. I want to see this guy succeed. Am I so crazy? Like. I just, I guess I'm just not negative. You'd be crazy. No, because I always thought I was like one of those ultimate Gary fans, but you are, you are more of a Gary fan than I am, you know, and I didn't think that was ever going to be possible. I love the guy. I mean, I just, he's had three really good seasons for us and he's had one bad injury plagued year and one 60 game season where he was flat out bad. So I'm supposed to give up on him? You want your guy to succeed. We all want the Yankees to succeed. It's the same thing with Torres, too. Look at how much they loved him when he hit close to 40 home runs and, and, and did all that stuff. But because of a 60-game season again last year, they choose not to like him. But because right. of Boyd's 60-game season, they choose to fucking idolize him. But now because he's injured, they want to trade. It just it makes no sense how fucking quick we are with this shit. Because all offseason, we're saying, oh, my God, Boyd's going to be the best first baseman ever. And now because we're three games in and he's not here, no one wants him here. Oh, we got to get Freddie Freeman now. Go get Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman? <laughs> yeah. No, I heard that shit. Like, that's going to fucking happen. Or go get Anthony Rizzo. Go get Rizzo. Yeah, well, we're going to trade Voight when he's been great for us. He was a steal of a trade. We gave up a one good relief pitcher and one guy who's not even in the league right now to get this guy. And now we're going to – and the, the talk was before the uh, before the season started was move him and move LeMahieu to first, which pissed me off. <laughs> Just so Torres can play second. And no, no one's and complaining. Look how, look how fast they turned on Jay Bruce, too. Oh, he needs yeah. to make the team. He has to make the team. Oh, now he needs to go. Sucks. He's not doing shit now after oh. three games. He's terrible. Games. We're done after three games. 
I don't see one Padres fan complaining about Tatis, and he has like six errors already. Does that mean he can't play shortstop? He he is so yeah. many errors since he came up. He has like twenty six or something in his but, career. And sure. he just got a huge contract, and not one single Padres fan is saying trade this guy or move him to second base. Yet yeah. Labor Torres is trying to get better. He hasn't been great. I'll admit it. He hasn't looked clean out there in three games, but you can it's see three some games. improvements, right? It's three games, and you've seen some improvements. And, one, and we said – I mentioned it last night. There was that one error that was a questionable error because you could see where the error was given. But if he didn't get the error, it was it is what it was what it was. At the same token, he didn't get any errors from the mistakes he made in, in game one, though. He didn't get charged with the error from those. Yeah, so he evens out in the end. I mean, he does deserve exactly. at least one error. <laughs> Right, but people are getting mad that he couldn't make a perfect throw from the outfield grass. Not everybody's Jeter and making that jump throw, guys. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you try getting on the outfield grass. Thing to want here. You know, Torres <laughs> has better range than Jeter does, but he's struggling with other aspects of being a shortstop. That doesn't mean Derek Jeter was better, and it took Derek Jeter many years to be considered a good shortstop, and to many still is not. I mean, it's... I can go on for hours just saying how the fans are – we're spoiled because we've seen nothing but success, at least since I've become a fan when I was four. I've seen this team win and win and win. Even in the years we don't make the playoffs, we still have a winning record. Not every team can say that. Yeah. We're very spoiled to have some but of the you... greatest players to ever step on a baseball field yeah. in my lifetime. And – and now I can't I, – the season's over after three games, according to Twitter. We are extremely spoiled. I mean, we're not just the Yankees of Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Mickey Mantle. We're actually – we've actually been alive to see modern-day greats, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, you name it. We're, we're absolutely blessed. We're a blessed franchise. But in that same token, we're also extremely spoiled because we've, we've, we've seen the greats. And now when, you know, when you come out the blocks a little slow – Everybody has to go. Well, Can you see, imagine that's, if that's they have social media something. during those drought years in the 80s? It would have been terrible. But unless oh. unless you basically grew up and had the entire 80s decade yep. as a Yankees fan, you really don't know what suffering is like. Yeah. You know, imagine if it was around 98. Exactly. How bad we were to start 98. Imagine if Twitter was around. They, Tino yeah. would be gone. Jeter should have been traded. Yep. So, and that's why well, has to go. <laughs> and, and that's why that fans are fans and not GMs. It's just just enjoy what you have. And that's why smart you know, GMs don't listen to the fans. You know, and Cashman doesn't really listen to the fans ranting and raving and trying to make trades based on that. The Mets made those mistakes. The Mets tried to pacify their fan base and made a hundred ton of mistakes. Uh, over the last few years trying to pacify their fan base. But the Yankees are smart. They, they, they listen to their brain trust and, uh, and they make the moves accordingly. Um, smart fan base, the smart uh, organizations don't listen to the fan bases because we're reactionary. We're, uh, well, we, we have something that the Mets don't have. We're very good at developing players and we're also very good at scouting them. And I think the Mets, um, for whatever reason, have a hard time identifying talent and sticking with it. I mean, why, why the hell did they make the Cano-Diaz trade? 
that was just a dumb trade and it's never going to pay off. And they keep saying, oh, no, but if Diaz is, it goes back to he's a closer. That's a big if. He's a closer. Now you got to pay fucking a, a bum ass cheater who can't even stay healthy or on the field. You got to pay him, what, $150 million? Yeah, it's a fucking so joke. Why? <laughs> That's a worse contract than Stanton is 100%. <laughs> I, I mean, think yeah, the Lindor contract's a mistake, too. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think it is. We'll see. I mean, Lindor is 100% a better player than Cano, so we'll see what that million takes. over 10 years? Yeah, I mean, He's still- not going to stay the length of that contract. I guarantee it. Well, I don't even think he wanted – he actually wanted to be there long term. No, the, just the, the, the numbers he wanted were crazy. 12 years? Like, and the number was like six hundred billion or some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. That's like what you're telling you know, you know. He's basically saying, "I don't really want to be here, so you're gonna to have to really pay over the odds yeah, for me 100% to stay." What is? Why do you think Cano got a three hundred million dollar deal to play in Seattle because Seattle yeah. fucking sucks? Yeah. All right, we want to preview the Orioles series. Well, first, I have a very important question for Evan. No. Um, for our, question what? Of, for our Evans question of the day. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> baseball movie? My favorite baseball movie? Yeah. It's a really good question. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not fucking Moneyball, that piece of shit film. <laughs> Biggest, fakest, stupidest film ever. We're going to change actual historical events so that this looks like Moneyball's real, even though it's not. And it started in the 80s, not when we said it started because we're fucking liars in Hollywood. Uh, my favorite though is probably. I really feel. <laughs> I don't even know what my favorite is. Probably um, sixty-one. I was gonna say or uh, forty-two. Forty-two. That was gonna be well, my answer. Forty-two is for a while. I only like numbers. To the movies, top. So, you know, I when they make ninety-nine. Do we count Angels in the Outfield as a baseball movie? Yes, we do. Yeah, a, the children's movie, that's my number one. That movie's great. That one, The Sandlot, is a classic. Sandlot, yeah. I don't bring up Sandlot just because it's so damn popular. Everyone knows. Like, yeah, yeah. Sandlot's going to be top five every time. I like The Sandlot, but it, what about I can't Hardball? Go. You ever seen Hardball? Hardball's a good one. Yep, I've seen Hardball. I cried when the kid died. Oh, that's a sad movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sad movie. I can't watch it anymore because I'm like, I don't want to cry. I'm too old. For it's, this. it's really <laughs> sad. They pick the one character you love the most, too. And it's like, you motherfucker. All right. So now, now that we got that out of the way, we have uh, the, the Orioles coming up. And we were saying, I was, I made, which is a pretty stupid prediction, but I think Montgomery is just going to fucking. Shut down the Orioles. So, I hope so. I said I, I'm going to say he's going to go like six innings, give him three hits, no runs, and all's going to be right in the world. I'll take that every single day. I mean, I'm no more. <laughs> we'll probably give up a couple of runs here and there, but I mean, if we get six every start out of Montgomery, he's giving up like two, three a game. We're not complaining at all from our number four starter. So, I will take Montgomery giving us six a start every single day of the week. I think, Mon- Montgomery's, got some- I think yeah. Montgomery's got that little edge on his shoulder this year. He's got a little something to prove. But I think he's 
because of his injuries, I think it, he's also humbled at the same time where he's not, he's not going to force stuff that's not working. You know, if he doesn't have, you know, if he doesn't have a specific pitch, I think he's going to stay away from it and just stay with what's working. I think he's, he's very headstrong this year. Yeah, but we'll see. We have to tailor our expectations. Remember, he is a fourth slash fifth starter, and he struggled a lot last year. He had one decent playoff appearance. So I don't want to go over because he had really hot spring because that doesn't really mean anything. So um, I think we need to tailor our expectations. If he manages to give you five solid innings. um, I I think if he can go six innings with, you know, seven or eight strikeouts, I think that's a solid... You don't need the expectations to be that high four games in, you know, it's this first month is kind of like extended spring training for me. It's guys getting into rhythm. It's guys trying to figure out the stuff, you know, I don't get concerned until we get to June uh, unless people are, you know, playing really poorly. Yeah. Another thing I want to go back with the opening series, it, they would all, they played the blue Jays a lot in the spring I mean, it was one of the three teams they seemed to play all the time. You know, they played the Blue Jays, the Pirates, and um, the the, um, The Tigers and the Phillies. Tigers, Phillies. So they also, you know, they're back in New York where the weather's different. And it's not like we were getting hit, you know, our pitches were getting hit all over the place. It was a very tight series. Yeah. So as they adjust, you know, as they adjust to the weather too, that's gonna that's gonna factor in. Well, I'm sick of playing Toronto. Toronto sucks. They're not better than us, and it's really fucking no. annoying losing to them. They don't even have a rotation. They've got such a great bullpen, though. That Merriweather man, you gotta give credit to Merriweather. He was unbelievable. He looked like Goose Gossage out there. God, this guy was throwing heat. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <It was> literally. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, who the hell is this guy? And you know, just seeing the the usual suspects like Hernandez and Guerrero tag us. Yeah, I was like, come on, can we? They have a decent team. Man. I think they're going to be our. I think they're going to be our main rivals. Most, they're not going to win the division, but they're going to be our main rivals. Like, I think they are. Vlad is fat and overweight. He's going to be out of the league in four years. I don't even know if hear it. <laughs> anyway, Wednesday we have Tyone's debut, so that'll be a big one. Wednesday is going to be. He's, he's going to he's going to throw uh, seventeen perfect games this year for Bobby Tats. <laughs> and he's going to ride a horse at the end of the seventeen. Bobby games. Tats already has Jordan Montgomery pitching like Garrett Cole. What did he say yesterday? <laughs> Three hits at the uh, most. I, 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 do have high, I do have high expectations for Montgomery. Well, are you ready for trivia, Tats? Because I want to see you turn red again. No, nah, I'm always freaking red. So. <laughs> All right, let's get into trivia. Are we doing trivia? Let me get the co-host right. No, oh, get in the frame. There you go. Get are. in the frame. There you go. <laughs> we had a very eventful first week of trivia. Donald came away with the victory. No, Colonel Custard himself, a.k.a. Wade Boggs, a.k.a. Bobby Tatch, had a point, but has an 0-1-1 record. And then there's Evan. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Donald cheated, so you can shut the fuck up and get to the question, please. You cheated by how, man? How did I? We had to change the rules because of you, Donald. Stop complaining, Donald. Want me to get to the question? And I'll. So I'll give you the first crack at it. How about that? You'll get. I don't need the first crack at it. I hate trivia. Trivia fucking sucks. 
<laughs> That's just because you're not good at it. it, it no, would be it's throughout a date in Yankees history. Because you can't can tell take you like just fucking not being 17 the best events about it. Shut the fuck up. I'm saying something. No, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have anything to add, Gary? Riveting as always. Anyway, in game three of the 2012, we're on Yankees Orioles. So let's keep it right there. Game three of the 2012 ALDS. What Yankee pitcher went eight and a third inning and did not get a decision? Then you get the first, first guess. I'm going to say Sabathia. Well, you don't get the guess. It's Evan's guess, but you're wrong anyway. Uh. AJ Burnett. Donald. Um, two thousand twelve. Uh Tanaka? No. Evan, you want another you want your second guess? Well, I'm having a hard time remembering who is on the two thousand twelve team. That's my Me issue. Too. Yeah. We need a reject. Ching Ming Wong. No. Tats. Was it Kuroda? Yeah, Hiroki Kuroda. Wow. All right, Tats. That was the Raleigh Banyas game. Oh, game right. Tats. Game. One zero. Tats is on fire here. <laughs> It was, it, was trying to remember the it was just trying to remember the rotation. I, I couldn't remember when Correa yeah. was on the team. I thought he was 13. That was, his, that was uh, his first year with the team. First year. So he was, he was 12, 13, and 14. Or was he? No, we still had Burnett in 2011. So I think 2012 is when we traded for Pineda and signed Corota. Oh, right. Corota right. was electric for us. And that He's game – he was one of my favorites. Bobby Tats with Brody. the first point of the week. Now, remember, it doesn't mean he wins the week because there's still a if, chance. To... If I did a rotation of five, it would probably be three Japanese-type players. <laughs> no, Tanaka, Kuroda, and Ching-Ming Wong would definitely make my top five for, for my lifetime that I got to view. I love those three. Where was Ching-Ming Wong from? Because he wasn't from Japan, right? Taiwan. I Taiwan. Just in Taiwan. God, he was so good. Yeah. Okay. To think Such what, what he could have been. Holy shit. Yeah, he had to the bases. Uh, it, it breaks my heart because I've never seen an injury destroy someone's career like his, and it's just the most painful thing in Yankees history. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Yeah, that, that's, just, that's one of those things that fans will never get all of them. I still remember it. We probably made the playoffs that year. Wong never got hurt because we had I him. Mean, in the his whole the life top. was ruined. He didn't get his contract. He didn't. He didn't get anything. It just ruined his whole life for doing something he wasn't paid to do. Exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair. He was paid to pitch, and he did that very well. And yep. because he had to run the bases in a stupid National League park, 
There goes your career. Ever, no, ever I'm never going to forget that sinker, ever. Seriously, I will constantly talk about how it's one of the greatest sinkers I've ever seen. It was a great sinker. It was amazing. Great pitch. I'm looking forward to when we do that uh, uh, March Madness for best pitches. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be, be quite a interesting. That's, that's, gonna be a that's a really good suggestion, for sure. Because that, that sinker was right up there, right up there. Can, can we go back to Gary for one more? Uh, for one Absolutely, more? we can. Because right, um, one, he's been our only, he's really been our better producing uh, player this year so far, even though it's only three games. But the other aspect that's not getting a lot of talk is his communication with the pitchers so far, these three games. Right. I agree. All you, we heard was better. Yeah, Cole and Kluber both say that, you know, Cole even said, he goes, it's almost like Gary's just got a different attitude. Calling a game, um, no, you know he's like he, he knew to you know he was you know he forced call to use that change up to kind of re, you know help uh, call refocus, you know kind of slow it down a little bit, and I think you're seeing a different Gary out of the gate this year. And That's I, what I've been most impressed with. I think he actually helped King. See the first inning, King got gave up a couple of hits. And uh, I think Sanchez actually helped him through that inning. And then after that, King was literally locked down. He was like – That first mound visit with Kluber. Like 16 straight guys. Howdy was doing all the talking. Yeah. Right. In all offseason, we heard that Gary cannot catch Garrett Cole. Yep. He cannot catch anyone on his pitching staff. Yet, we've heard Cole praise Sanchez. We've heard Sabathia praise Sanchez. So, I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to listen to their criticism or – uh, words on Gary Sanchez before I listen to somebody on Twitter. He's framing his I pitches mean, better. Is. He's framing his pitches better as well. Yeah. And Cole also praised him slightly last year too. The I think the praise has gotten better this year, but you know there was always an established relationship there. So I think people need to calm down and not read into every damn game. You know, if you're if your players literally tell you telling you. I have a good relationship with this other player. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Yep. Yeah. Unless it's Melky and Cano, because those two were fucking crackheads together. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't like them dancing in the dugout there in 09? Dude, I hated those two. They were fucking knuckleheads, and then you had A-Rod there, and you know they were going out to the bars and going to the bathroom and lighting up on fucking steroids and alcohol and being dickheads. (laughs) Can I cut you off? For, I mean, I don't yeah, mean go ahead. Off, but you mentioned that idiot a fraud. I just love how baseball has come together. The community is coming together. How much we hate him on commentary. He is so bad as the color commentator. I like Matt Vesgersian a lot. Maybe it's because he's an MLB the show every single year, but I like Matty. <laughs> A-Rod I is so cringeworthy. A-Rod on commentary. This guy's comparing Otani to Tanaka. And to um, Matsui, why? Because they're Japanese? Is that all you're doing, A-Rod? They're not the same player. Otani does both. Matsui didn't pitch. Tanaka didn't hit. I mean, well, he did for like a, an at-bat against the Mets. But still, like, A-Rod's just so bad. And I just love the fact He's that he's so cringe for that reason. 
Rob, do you remember when JLo and the fucking obnoxious kids came into the booth and they fucking interrupted? What a surprise! His stupid. I hate the way he says his s's, man. It just oh, it was me. so obnoxious. Like I'm trying to watch the fucking game, talk about the game, and then we're in the press box with JLo. It's my pop star wife. Oh my god, dude! I hate that shit in baseball. It's the fucking sporting event. I don't care about how much you're in love with your fucking horse wife. Okay, I don't care. You don't want to hear about my wife when I'm doing a fucking podcast or ex wife, whatever. You don't see me talking about how much she's a whore too. Okay, just shut the fuck up. Do the goddamn game. Yeah. And get on with it. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good, 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 good use of that term there, dude. <laughs> Proper cunt. That is, that is hey, correct. Hey, Rod's a cunt. You know, just put it that way. He's a cunt. I can't stand the guy. And you know, so that's a guy Those are like the two biggest super cunts in the industry. Oh my god. Jalo's been with how many other cunts? <laughs> that, Anthony, all tra- that guy is so we're joking to see where left, right, and center. What have I done to you, old guys? You're wrong to Anthony is a proper cunt. <laughs> I'm asking you, Donald. You're the expert. This guy can't open everybody's just dropping the C word. He is. He's like right. the ugliest dude on the planet and gets some of the hottest women because he can dude. fucking sing. I probably got Who a bigger you talking about? Who are you referring to? Mark Anthony. Oh, he's a fantastic musician. Yeah, but he's ugly as shit. He looks like a fucking rat that crawled out of the sewer. I don't care. I don't understand a lick of Spanish, but I like his music. So. Do you- <laughs> yeah. So that's what I got to do. I got to learn how to sing beautifully in Spanish, and I can, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be just as good as that ugly fuck Mark Anthony. Jesus Christ. If you start singing in Spanish and you can mix in a bumblefuck here and there, then you'll get a lot of action. How do you say way. bumblefuck in Spanish? I wonder. No, you can't say it in Spanish. You have to keep it as bumblefuck. Everything else has to be in Spanish. But oh, got it. Okay, throw, cool. Throw in a bumblefuck in there. It'll work. Yeah, Got it. Uh, that would Mark be an too. awesome song. That's the Spanish pop song of bumblefuck. Wetzel brings you the number one pops. <laughs> my version of Feliz Navidad. Oh, my God. It's amazing, guys. Feliz Bumblefuck. <laughs> Police no. bumble fuck. Police bumble fuck. Police bumble fuck. Every song starts with an I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, why did A-Rod cheat on his gorgeous wife with fucking old ass wrinkly vagina Madonna? Fuck. <laughs> You know how much lube they probably had to use? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Was that, oh, was that, no, no, no. Was that the blonde girl? Like the mysterious blonde girl? His his first he wife? He cheated on Kate Hudson. You know Kate Hudson oh, helped us win the World Series was, that year. Because after he dumped her, he turned into shit. <laughs> when, we, when the Red Sox fans wore all those masks. With the, like the, what was that about? Because he was oh, seeing yes. blonde That's still one of my favorite baseball moments. Oh, they, they gave it to him every chance they could. <laughs> oh, I, I love how Red Sox fans treat A Rod because he deserves to be treated that way. He's just such a scummy, scumbucket player. Like the fuck, who the such fuck a- just laughs a glove when you're running to first place? Who does that? Just- it was the A-Rod. way I'm running. <laughs> no, I'm, it was the way I was running. <laughs> hey, you guys, what do you think of this All Star Games um, 
move by MLB regarding Atlanta. I think it's dumb. I think politics don't really have any place in sports, and I hate that they keep shoving it in every fucking sport when they get the chance. Um, You know, it's like... (laughs) I don't really know anything about it, and it's not like this is bringing me awareness to it. Now I just think fucking politics are stupid and baseball is stupid. It's because you know it's also all right. So you, you know, so the you know the 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 woke America one. You know, if you're uh, a Republican state, you pretty much get nothing then. But you know, the problem is, think of all you know. Atlanta is a solid team. And all those fans that are going to miss out on that experience, it's the fans that will suffer, not the state. So yeah. that's a big fail from MLB to, to cave into that. I don't know. I mean, I'm always going to be on the side of voter rights. There's a lot of uh, laws that are passed that seems to be voter suppression. So if this heightens people's awareness to that, then that's not Is a bad thing. Well, it is because it's newsworthy. Did any of us I mean, know what was going Aaron on? Boone made it, Aaron Boone made it. Uh, I, I learned about it not through baseball. I learned about it through Google and political shit. So, Aaron Boone made a statement. I mean, I think he made a pretty fair statement. So, um, in support I, of it, I agree with you on that one, Donald. I mean, I would also agree with Evan saying trying to keep politics out of sports, but yeah. It's the way things are now. It's, sports it's never is supposed to be. No, I agree with that because I don't want my political beliefs involved in sports. They're completely separate but things. We're yeah. a suffering sport, and this is going to be seen as a positive for man shits. And, like, he's not fixing all the other issues. So, for me, well, I could care terrible. less what well, it's Of course. Is. Yeah, that's an issue, of course. I hate Manfred, but. I hate him so much. If he said, okay, guys, I'm going to get rid of this uh, runner on second bullshit. And I'm going to do this political stuff. Then I'd go, oh, he's so smart. I love him now. But he's not doing that. He's keeping the fucking bullshit and trying to trick us with this political nonsense. Yeah, maybe he should be a politician instead. So he can get the I'm just please. surprised because he's extremely spineless. He's, he's the most spineless commissioner probably in the history of Oh, he'd of be a great president. But this was actually something that wasn't spineless. But that's what comes to surprise because this big move is a big balls move. And it isn't spineless. You know, right. yep. Man shakes 2024. Let's do it, guys. Would anybody vote for him, though? Oh, like, I certainly um, would. You would vote for... Uh, no, fuck no. He, he'd fucking call, like, what's something of importance in this country? He'd call it a hunk of metal. The Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yeah, there you go. That, <laughs> oh, that really that's a good one. fucking <laughs> Statue of Liberty. Uh, she's just a fucking cunt hunk of metal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Was that too far? And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one one more final note on the uh, Baltimore series. Um, I'm actually glad to see that Trey Mancini is uh, recovered and back on the field. You know, what all the medical issues that he had, you know, good for him. And as much as I don't want the, I want the Yankees to win. I am kind of secretly rooting for for uh, Mancini to have a solid year. Nope. I want to see him succeed. Sure. I just don't want to see him succeed against us. Exactly. He's so selfish in that regard. Yeah. So he can have a terrible series, but the rest of the year. Let, let, let him beat the hell out of everybody else. I'll root for him to blow up the Red Sox, but other than that, I don't know. 
I'm supposed to fucking care about someone because they have health issues. He's an athlete. I agree with you, Tad. So I, I, I wish him well. I wish him. I wish him well, but I'm not gonna yeah. be like, oh my god, I hope he hits a hundred home runs because he had. No, health I'm issues. not. Just when he plays my team, I have a healthy year. out it. four times. I, yeah, I know. Four times you don't need to take it to such an extreme, game. dude. That's it. Just, he wishes him to be healthy. That's all. Yeah. Brad Marchand was a shitty asshole hockey player. I met him multiple times, and I don't wish injuries on anyone, but when he got injured, he acted like a little fucking child. Well, good thing this isn't a hockey podcast. I don't know who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A lot of people care about hockey just because you guys aren't intelligent enough to watch it. It's not my that fault. sport is so stupid. No, I actually watched the tail end of like I think it was an Islanders game, I think a couple of days ago. And at the end of the game, there was Islanders. a big fight that broke out in the middle of the okay. ring. And then there was the two refs that just stood there watching it. And they're all just scrapping and fighting and then, yeah, and, it, and it was like would you like, what is this? Is it like part of the game? The and the rest just kind of stood there and watched, and they were kind of fighting and scrapping for a while, and then they, and then they fell over, and that's when the rest intervened. It was kind of like it was like a boxing match. <laughs> I always, yeah, because that's what happens in hockey is they're called enforcers, and their job is literally to knock the fuck out of the other player to hype up the team. It's what called a stupid fun. ass sport. And they fell over. let me talk soccer lasts for 90 fucking minutes but no it doesn't because there's going to be secret extra time for about 90 more fucking minutes and you have nothing but fucking idiot babies who roll on the grass and get all the- <laughs> so that they can go get sponsored for tide commercials <laughs> okay <laughs> It's literally the same sport, except it's in a smaller arena. That's why hockey is fucking faster paced, harder to do, because you're not walking. These fucking yeah. idiots walk, and they can't even do it right. Oh, I'm going to roll on the grass because I don't know how to walk. <laughs> I kind of sort of kicked near my face, so I'm going to cry about it. That doesn't happen in hockey. When that shit happens in hockey, they fucking fight. Oh, uh, why I ought to. Hockey's <laughs> so much better than soccer. It's not even. Oh no, I, even I, I, I'll play. give you that one. I don't even watch soccer, so I mean, I don't. But anyway, I, I, Brad Marchand was a—he's the star of the Bruins right now, and I was an intern for the Providence Bruins, and I worked with him, and he yelled at me to get him popcorn, and I was like, "That is not my job. You can get your own popcorn." <laughs> and then he fucking talked to my boss, and my boss was like, "You probably shouldn't talk to a player that way." I said, "He probably shouldn't talk to me that way. That's not my job." I work for you. I'm not fucking popcorn guy. What, because you he's the athlete, you levitates above everybody else? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he oh, went to my fucking boss. I'm like, I work in the fucking press box, you dickhead. I work with scouts. My job is not get Brad Marchand fucking popcorn because he <laughs> fucking had a player skate over his Achilles tendon and almost lost his career. I'm so, I'm so sorry you got healed, really, because you're a fucking asshole. You don't deserve to play, dickhead. I wish he would have asked you for a pretzel. <laughs> that would have been newsworthy. Yeah. Hey, your last name's Wetzel. Go get me a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, like he knew my last name. He didn't even call me intern. He just said, "Hey, go get me popcorn." That's how. Oh, he that's did. the case. Tell him to go. Yeah. Tell him he's a cunt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> we have. It's all the <laughs> 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 
Well, what what's the meter say? How many cunts have we said today? I I don't count them. I think it's off the charts now. You know, you guys have said that word more than people in Scotland have today. <laughs> bumblefuck amount of cunts have been said today. Oh my god. Good use. Good use of bumblefuck and cunt. Very proud Thank of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's end it on that note, Take us away. Very- Cunt is extremely nuanced in Scotland. It's all about the, the way that you uh, say it. It's all about your inflection and your tone. So you could go, come here, you can't. And you need to run. Run very, very fast. You run in the opposite <laughs> direction. Get the oh, hell away. Amazing. But if he goes, come here, you can't. That means you're probably going to go for a pint with that guy. You're yeah, probably going to go to a bar and watch the game. <laughs> now that is... <laughs> See, it's all about the tone. We have, yeah, here, we have completely butchered that your life is over. So <laughs> there you go. That's my lesson. That's my final cunt lesson for, for well, all con- my... Congratulations, you've ruined America with your cunt language. <laughs> you ruined you us. Taking it, it and it. <laughs> no, my next t-shirt's gonna say something about cunt on it. You'll see. It'll be great. That word is wrapped my worth my fragile little man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on that note. <laughs> I'll be after everybody at the Chronicles podcast. We hope everybody's having a good day. Check out statementgames.com. Get a unique, unique experience to your fantasy sports. Check out docadamsbaseball.org and learn about the founder of baseball and listen to us daily, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. on radioplaylive.com. So be smart, be safe. Let's go, Yankees. Stay classy, you cunts. Oh.